As our gospel reading begins, we have yet another account of Jesus laying out his plan for his disciples. Here's the plan. Here's what I think is going to happen. I'm going to get killed. Three days, I will rise again. And we have another account of the disciples just not understanding the plan, not getting the plan, certainly not liking the plan. They probably thought it was a bad plan. (laughs) So that can be very encouraging to us because as we see God's plan laid out in life, sometimes we think, God, what are you thinking? This is a terrible plan. I would like to speak to the management, please because I do not like this plan at all. But for them, it was an exercise in faith. If you think about it, they should have said, well, Jesus, that sounds like a crazy plan, but we believe you. They should have had the faith to back that up. We are still called. 2,000 years later, we're still working on trusting God's plan with the world, even when we think it's a crazy plan. And then, following that, Jesus asks them a loaded question. What were you arguing about back on the road? As if he didn't know. What were you arguing about back there? And it says they were silent. I think that silence implies a level of guilt, right? They knew they couldn't. It wasn't like, we were arguing about who's the greatest. They didn't say that. They were silent. Because they knew that Jesus would probably not be down with them arguing about who was the greatest. That was not how Jesus rolled. And they knew that. There's something to keep in mind with this. God wants you to be your greatest. You can be your greatest. God wants you to be the greatest athlete, the greatest doctor, the greatest musician, the greatest whatever you're called to be. You can be that and give the glory to God. It's when we start trying to be the best, the greatest, not our greatest, that we run into trouble. Then we start valuing other people differently than ourselves. This passage clearly indicates to us that we can be our greatest, but we are called to value others above ourselves. And then Jesus calls a child into his lap and says, if you welcome this child in my name, then you're welcoming me and you're welcoming the one who sent me. And in the context of this scripture, we feel like, I've always thought, well, you know, the child is kind of the least of these, right? It's the vulnerable. He's making an example of the child while trying to say the last should be first and the first should be last. But as I was meditating on this to talk about it this evening, it also occurred to me that the child represented the future of the kingdom of God. Jesus didn't say, don't worry about the kids. As long as you guys figure it out, we'll be fine. What Jesus said was, these kids are the ones who are really important. And it spoke to me that they represent the future of the kingdom of God. And that's why here at St. Paul's, we so value our youth and our children, because we know that they are the future of the kingdom of God. So we are called to trust God even when the plan seems crazy, and we are called to be our best and give the glory to God, but value others above ourselves. And we are called to make sure that we are taking care of those who represent the future of the kingdom of God. Amen. Do we have